I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, Mia here. Not to brag, but since childhood, I've always been kinda a genius. I've already stacked up over 20 science-based awards, and by adding this one more trophy into my collection, I even got to skip a grade. Your achievements at such a young age are admirable. What's your plan next? Well, I've decided to drop out of school. Yep, that's my plan. With as impressive of a profile, I'm just one research paper away from being accepted onto the Space Up Astronomical Research Program. Why waste time on boring classes, right? But ugh, mom and dad didn't like the idea of me not graduating. So after a lot of compromises, I did get to move to Quebec with my grandparents for a year. But I still had to go to school there. And voila, here I am in Canada, ready to conquer my dream. But why was there this angry crowd in front of my new home? They were screaming, cursing, vandalizing. My grandparents secretly signaled me inside the back way, then glumly told me how the crowd were parents of the children who got food poisoning after attending Riverside School summer camp. The problem was, the food was provided by my grandparents' farm, and now the school is threatening to file a lawsuit and doesn't seem to be open for negotiation. That can't be. There must be a solution for this. So gathering up my courage, I knocked on the principal's door. Do I know you? Um, I don't think so, ma'am. I'm Mia Jones, granddaughter of Mr. Peterson, the rancher. Wait, Mia Jones from New York? Hmm, come in. The woman must have been Mrs. Robinson, the principal's wife. But does she know me? As soon as we sat down, she said, I will withdraw the charges for you. Oh, ma'am, really? I knew we could sort this out amicably. Oh, but my sweet child, I don't do charity. I know what you're capable of, so I will only drop the lawsuit if you make my daughter the top student at school. In other words, you'll exchange all test results with her. What do you think? What do I think? I think that's a crazy proposition. But if I didn't do this, then the form would go under. So, with a reluctant nod, I agreed. Then I was immediately taken to meet her daughter. I was expecting someone snooty and spoiled, but to my surprise, this super smiley girl greeted me. Hey, I'm Eliana, but just call me Elle. I'm so sorry about my mom. She's got it into her head that I need to excel at school, since my dad is the principal. Elle hesitated for a bit, then continued. Also, there's Nora, the super smart daughter of my dad's ex. Mom doesn't want me to suck and dad to favor this other girl over me, so... 
thinking about it, my main purpose for coming here was to complete my astronomical research. I don't need any more, eh? So, I smiled at Elle. Don't worry, I'll make sure you're the star student in no time. The next morning, I went to school with Elle, and wow, it looked so ancient and calm. Definitely distinctive from my stuffy school in New York. Elle introduced me to her friends, and they all seemed really welcoming. It's gonna be great here. Still holding the deal, I helped Elle answer the teacher's questions, exchanged assignments and homework with her, and soon, Elle had already climbed up to the top rank. On the contrary, I was at the bottom of the class. Oh wow, Elle's mom really wasn't kidding when she said her grades were bad. But that didn't matter to me anyway, because the only thing I care about is this amazing astronomy tower. Talk about heaven! What are you doing here? I turned around to see Nora, the girl Elle had mentioned before who is also the Astronomy Club's president. Hi, I'm Mia. I want to be part of your team. I have experience in studying astronomy and... Stop blabbering. Your grades suck, and we have a strict no-idiots-allowed policy. I told Nora to at least give me a chance to prove myself, so she sat me down and sniggered as she handed me an astronomy test. Easy peasy. I got all the answers right in just ten minutes. But instead of welcoming me into the club, she accused me of cheating. Ugh! Nora didn't just dislike me. She also seemed to despise Elle, too. Any chance she got to call us out on something, she would definitely take it. Sir, they're cheating! I... I just want to help Mia. Please, I'm so sorry. Huh? Who was helping who? Mia, you've got a lot of nerve. Your test is suspended. The whole class was giving me disapproving looks. Being this disrespected by my peers was a new experience for me. How could Elle tell life so calmly? Great, now that I was labeled a cheater, I would never get accepted into the astronomy club ever. Mia the cheater just had to find her way to get in there then. So, I waited until dark then sneaked into the janitor's room to steal the key to the observation tower. <sighs> now I could freely study my favorite constellation without any interruptions. Montreal is close to the North Pole, so the night sky here is so clear that I could see all the stars. At this rate, my research could be done faster than expected. Then I would be out of here, leaving all of these childish rivalry dramas behind. One night, I was busy taking notes when someone opened the door and walked in. Who's there? Oh no! I hastily grabbed my papers and escaped through the emergency exit door. Who is the guy? Why is he here at this hour? The next morning, I pushed my way through the noisy crowd and saw the announcement on the school spin board. The astronomy club warned outsiders not to use the observatory room and that there would be severe punishment once the recent trespasser was discovered. Shoot, the guy from last night must have snitched on me. Turned out, the snitch was Brandon, the new transfer student, and also the grandson of the founder of Space Up. It's a shame the incredible Sir Edward Foster's grandson was such a smug jerk. But that didn't stop all the girls from going cuckoo crazy for this Brandon guy. The ironic thing is, he kept on coming over to me and talking about astronomy. Huh? Doesn't everyone here see me as an insignificant kid? Is this yours? Brandon said while holding out a piece of paper. Oh, my. This was part of my astronomy research. Did I drop it in the tower that night? But how did Brandon know it was mine? Flustered, I quickly made an excuse and left. I couldn't stop worrying about Brandon finding out I was the one who used the observatory room. If anyone knows about it, it'd be an instant suspension. 
I was busy thinking when suddenly the whole class burst into applause. As it turned out, they were praising my excellent essay on constellations. Well, it's known as Elle's essay now. Then the teacher turned to read the class's worst essay. My favorite star is Justin Bieber. Every time I see him, I think if only he was my husband. Everyone started laughing. <sighs> no prize for guessing whose name was on this one. Mia, I suggest you learn something from your friend Elle. I turned to look at Elle and saw her smug face. She even joined in with the others to make fun of me. Was she really that stupid to write that essay? Or did she intend to embarrass me? When I got home, Elle was already waiting on the porch to apologize to me. I helped you as promised. Shouldn't your mom keep her promise too? Get the lawsuit dismissed now. Then I'll help you finish your final exam successfully. Else, I'm not doing it. She's on it, Mia. Don't worry. I know you're leaving after a year anyway, and I also know that you're the one who snuck into the observatory. So, if you want to leave peacefully, at least help me and Brandon to get together. You and Brandon? But what does it have to do with me? Elle then told me that Brandon was so impressed by her astronomy essay that he asked her out to discuss it further. But of course, she knew nothing about it, so she had a plan. I'll have my AirPod on, and you gotta stay on the line with me throughout the date so you could tell me the answers to his questions. If we become official, I'll buy you that telescope you bang on about so much. You know, that thingy-majiggy. Celestron! Celestron Telescope! Oh man, she really knew my weak spot. Alright then, we have a deal. That weekend, Elle and Brandon went for a walk in Jerry Park while I stayed at home eavesdropping on their conversation through the phone. I see you have a passion for the Astros. So why didn't you join the astronomy club? Just cause I'm busy with my studies, and I also have piano practice, you know. Really? Oh, in the paper, you mentioned the black hole Sagittarius A. You seem to have done a lot of research about it. Could you tell me more? Although Elle seemed frantic having me put words in her mouth, everything went pretty smoothly. Only one thing, the more Brandon and I talked, the more I realized we had so much in common. Even if it was through Elle, I still felt a connection with him. I thought everything was going well between them, but no. One day, Elle came to me in a fit of anger and said Brandon had turned down her love confession. I want you to go talk to him and figure out why. I need to know the reason. What? Why don't you just ask him? Because I'm me, Eliana Robinson. I don't ask such embarrassing questions. So I was the one who had to make the embarrassing move? Also, call me. I want to hear it myself. Gosh, this bossy girl. And so I had to drag Brandon to the quiet rooftop while my phone was secretly on a call with Elle so she could follow the conversation. Okay, let's get straight to the point. Why did you reject Elle? Um, because I like someone else? If you already like someone else, then why hang out with her? Because only when I go out with Elle, I can talk to the person I like. It's disappointing though, why don't you recognize me? I quickly ended the call hoping Elle didn't understand what was going on. He already knew I was behind Elle's words all this time? It turned out Brandon had met me once in the city's ranking contest for students in 6th grade, in which I surpassed him and won the first prize. He'd never met a kid smarter than him in astronomy before, so when he saw me again at school, he instantly recognized me. Only, he couldn't understand why my score was so low. Brandon wanted to talk to me, but he said that all he received was a cold shoulder. I felt a bit guilty, but it's all because he told the school administration I snuck into the astronomy room. But it turned out Nora was the one who reported me. Nora was there at the time too. 
By the way, why do you have to do Elle's homework? I told Brandon about my contract with Mrs. Robinson and apologized for not thinking about his feelings when I agreed to be behind his and Elle's date. I see. Follow me. There's something you should know. Brandon took me to see Nora. She didn't welcome me at first, but when Brandon told her about my secret, Nora immediately changed her attitude. I should've known. Someone like Elle couldn't make such progress. She and her mom are deceiving everyone again. Then, Nora told me how she was secretly investigating the food poisoning case because, on the day of summer camp, she saw Mrs. Robinson and Elle doing something shady in the school kitchen. Why should I trust you? Elle told me that you have it in for her. So maybe you're just trying to ruin her life. <sighs> Please, why do I have to do that? Believe it or not, your precious best friend is trying to embarrass you in front of the whole school. What is this? In the lecture hall, Elle was sitting in front of a screen which said, Mia's grandpa poisoned us? We rushed to the lecture hall to find her there, telling people that my grandparents were the ones that catered spoiled food. And that I had no shame copying her works, cheating many times, and even stealing Brandon from her while they were dating. So she must have figured out that Brandon liked me, huh? Even so, why didn't she talk to me directly? How dare she make things up about me and my family? Before I could do anything, Brandon changed what was on the screen to a video of me winning the Young Minds Intelligence Contest. Everybody started buzzing when they recognized who I was. Someone even spoke loudly. I watched that show! Is that really Mia? Elle's face turned pale as people started doubting her. Then Nora snatched the mic from Elle's hand and said, So, now we've made it clear that Mia isn't dumb at all. Then what about the poisoning at the camp? Did anyone find it strange how only Elle and her mother showed no sign of poison symptoms that day? That's cause they were the ones who poisoned the food and blamed it on Mia's grandparents. The screen continued to show a clip of Elle's mom looking shady as she spoke to some man. She did all that just to ruin Mia's grandparents' good reputation. Then she would hire this man to buy the farm on her behalf for a ridiculously low price. What did you say? Oh my god, the principal has been standing at the door and witnessed everything. Everyone, out! When there were only four of us left in the room, Elle furiously shouted, How dare you! You're just the outcome of your cheater mom, remember? Don't play dumb with me. You're well aware that my mom didn't cheat on Mr. Robinson, and that your mom is the one who lied to him to ruin his and my mom's wedding. And then what? Lying again that you're his daughter to force him to stay with her? You and your mom are awful people. Mr. Robinson stood in between them and stopped the argument. Oh, he didn't look too well either. Turns out, he already knew Nora's mom was wrongfully framed, and didn't cheat on him at all. And that's why he always tried to make it up to Nora. But learning that Elle wasn't his daughter was one big bombshell. After knowing what his wife and daughter did, he decided to resign. He made amends with Nora's mom and they're giving it another go. After the truth came out, Elle and her mom left without a trace. I say, good riddance to bad news. My grandparents were cleared of the food poisoning allegations and now their business is booming again. With Brandon and Nora's help, I collected enough data and finished my assignment with flying colors. Now to quit high school and pursue my dreams. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just going on a short trip to Montmagantic National Park to see the Northern Lights with Brandon and Nora. I've decided to stay and finish high school here so I can continue pursuing my passion for astronomy with my two soulmates by my side. Hey guys, I'm Vanessa and I want to tell you about my first love. So, do you all remember your first love? Yes, right? I mean, come on. How could you ever forget that first time butterflies in the tummy feeling? 
hand-holding, and that kiss. In the heat of first love, it's easy to believe this will last forever and be a true fairy tale. Only so many first loves lead to a messy breakups that turn into a nightmare. My first love was with a boy named Julian, but you'll have to stick around to find out if our love story was a fairy tale dream or a fairy tale doom. Julian and I started off as friends, best friends. He lived across the street from me and our families were close. We hung out all the time, so much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So that our parents teased that we'd get married one day. At the time I thought, no way. But we were just kids back then. Then, when I was about 10, I started to look at him differently. He was so cute and sweet, and I thought about him all the time. He liked me too, right? I mean, he bought me my favorite candy, let me play video games with him, and stuck up for me when these boys from school teased me. And then when I was 15, Julian and I were at our favorite spot. It was a really big old tree in the middle of the park. We went there loads and would lean against the tree trunk do our homework, listen to music with one headphone, read books, basically anything relaxing. That's when he told me the shocking news. His dad had a new job in Germany and they were moving there. What? How could this be? I was so surprised, I started crying. I expected him to comfort me, but instead he took out a pocket knife and started to carve on the tree. When he finished, he said, Ta-da! How does it look? He'd carve J Hart V in it. Oh gosh, he loved me too. I felt myself turn bright red and didn't want him to see me like that. So looking downward, I went to punch his arm but punched his face by mistake. Oops! Julian held his face and yelled, Vanessa, what was that for? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Julian, I, I feel the same, I told him. We both started laughing, then we pinky promised each other that we would keep in touch. He took my hand and told me, Ness, I'll come back for you, I promise. Then he leaned in and kissed me. And, wow, it was truly magical. And then he left. The first few weeks without him were the hardest. I didn't really have any other friends, and I was so bored and lonely. I lived for my video calls with Julian. They were the only thing keeping me going. Telling him stuff that happened at school, such as how my math teacher wore the same hideous floor dress all week, made me feel like he was still there. Things went on like that for a while. It slowly became a habit for us to have a video chat at least twice a week. But then a couple of days after my 16th birthday, things changed. 
It was a normal Sunday morning, and I woke up and went to wash my face. Ah! There were red spots all over my cheeks. I screamed so loudly that I woke everybody up. Even my neighbors had to run over and ask what the scream was about. My parents took me to the hospital and I was diagnosed with a disease called lupus. For all of you who don't know what it is, it's a skin disease that causes rashes or sores. In my case, it was all over my cheeks. The same as what my grandma had. Worst of all, there was no cure. The doctors could only improve the way my skin looked, prevent scarring, and help me feel better overall. This couldn't be happening. Why me? When we got home, I ran right upstairs to my room and stared into the mirror. I'd gone from pretty to ugly in the space of a day. It wasn't fair. And then suddenly my phone rang. It was Julian. Oh no, in all the drama, I'd forgotten about our planned video call. I couldn't let him see me like this. I was so exhausted with all this lupus stuff that I couldn't think of a solution. So I just turned my phone off. I texted him the next day that I was busy so I couldn't FaceTime with him. This carried on for weeks. I just couldn't bring myself to tell him the truth. Then he texted me saying that he got the message loud and clear that I didn't want to be his friend anymore. I texted him back telling him this wasn't the case and I'd just been super busy. But the damage was done. He stopped calling me after that and even unfriended me on Facebook. And that was it. I lost my best friend and also my first love all because I couldn't cope with my new appearance. Little by little, I was shutting myself off and pushing everyone around me away. I just didn't want anyone to see me like this. Instead, I wanted to hide away from the world. Each day, I'd watch my classmates hang out together and I'd walk off by myself and go to my favorite tree, lean against the trunk, close my eyes, listen to some sad songs, and remember all the good times I had with Julian. This was basically part of my daily routine during the whole four years of high school. School finished and I moved away to college. Things got better. I made a few friends who accepted me for the way I looked and slowly, I started to accept it too. There was this one tree on campus. It looked just like the one back at home, so I went there all the time. One day, I was sitting there reading a book when this guy in a baseball cap started measuring the ground. Then, without looking at me, he said, Excuse me, can you please move? I was confused, so I asked, Um, sure, but why? The guy replied, Oh, the college is going to build a new cafeteria here, so we have to chop down this tree. What? They wanted to chop down my favorite spot on campus just so that they could build some stupid cafeteria? No way! Who was this guy anyway? And didn't anyone ever tell him it was rude not to look people in the eyes when talking to them? I gave him a piece of my mind. You architects are all the same. You never give a damn about what you have to destroy to build an ugly building. Leave this tree alone or I'll chop you down. Then I gave him a really dirty look. He just shrugged and carried on measuring. This made me so mad that I kicked him in the butt, causing him to fall onto the ground. His cap fell off and whoa, it couldn't be. Julian? Was that really him? But how? Wasn't he in Germany? Why was he here? And why didn't he recognize me? I mean, I had a different haircut and all, but I didn't think I've changed that much. Or was it because of my lupus? Suddenly, I heard him say, What the? Are you mad? What's wrong with you? Oh gosh, I'd totally forgotten that he was still lying on the ground. 
I mumbled out a, sorry, and immediately rushed back to my dorm. That night, I couldn't sleep. Instead, all I could think about was Julian. He was so handsome and so tall. How could he have become so good looking? Ah, why did this stupid disease pick me? There was my first love right in front of me after all those years apart. But because of my disease, he didn't know who I was. He blossomed and, I'd well, I hadn't. Maybe it was for the better that Julian didn't recognize me. If he knew this was how I look like now, oh boy, I didn't even want to imagine how embarrassed I would be. So, okay, let's just put it aside for now. What I first needed to do was save my tree. There's no way I was letting the college chop it down. I did some research and found out that the construction would begin in a week. So, I had time to convince as many students as I could to protest against it. And when the day came, I had about 20 people with me. We all held signs and said, save the tree and stop the chop. The head of campus, Julian, and the construction workers were trying to make us leave, but we were persistent. At the end, they had to push back the construction dates. One of us remained by the tree at all times, come rain or shine. It was exhausting and cold, but it was worth it when the tree was saved. Then, one day when I was on tree guarding duty, my friend rushed over to me and excitedly told me that the college was going to change the location of the new building. That was such great news. Apparently, Julian had told them that the ground was more suitable in another location. Why would he help us all of a sudden? Did he have a change of mind? I went to class with those questions that kept bugging my mind. And right after school was out, I came over to the tree again. And to my surprise, I saw Julian standing next to it. I walked towards him and asked, Why did you convince them to change the location of the building? I mean, we really appreciate it, but why the change of heart? Julian froze for a second and then said, Hey, it's Vanessa, back with the final part of my story. So, my first love Julian moved to Germany and due to my insecurities, we lost touch. Then, years later, I saw him at my college campus, measuring my favorite tree to be chopped down. He didn't recognize me. But thanks to him, the tree was saved. He said to me, This tree must mean a lot to you, or else you wouldn't have fought so hard to save it. I had a tree like this once, he sighed. Please continue to protect it. I felt a pain in my heart. I knew he meant our tree back home. This was all so overwhelming. There I was looking at my first love, but he was oblivious to who I was. And I couldn't tell him because I was terrified that doing so would mean I'd lose him all over again. After that, I didn't see him around campus anymore. Was he living here now? Was he in another city? There were so many questions I wanted to ask him. Then my mom called and told me to come home for the weekend. I arrived there to find her setting out food in the kitchen. On seeing me, she said, Oh, honey, I have a surprise for you. Julian and his family are back in town, and they're coming over for lunch. What? Oh, no. Why hadn't she told me sooner? I started to panic. What was I going to do now? I rushed to my room and tried to find anything I could use to cover my face. Finally, I found one thing. I heard my mom opening the door for Julian and his family. Then my mom cheerfully shouted, Vanessa! Where are you, sweetie? Come down! Julian is here, and oh my, he's so handsome! 
But my parents' smile soon disappeared as soon as they saw me coming down the stairs. They literally stood there with their mouths wide open. My mother stuttered, Vanessa, what in God's name are you wearing? Yeah, so the only thing I could find to cover my face was a face mask. Worse still, it had a smiling dog face on it. I know I look ridiculous, but at least my lupus was covered. Thinking fast, I muttered, um, I have a cold and I don't want anyone to catch it. Then I turned and saw Julian and my heart fluttered. He gave me a confused look. He clearly didn't know how to take my accessory. This was so awkward. The last memory he had of me was that I didn't want to video call with him anymore. And that was five years ago. Ugh, this sucked. I nodded at him and he nodded back. I caught him looking at me, no doubt because I was wearing that dumb mask. But we didn't actually speak to each other. Luckily, our parents were carrying the conversation. But then, my mom suggested that we should all go out for dinner tomorrow night. Mom! Not again! Why didn't she realize that I needed to be pre-warned about these things? Then again, it was so easy for her as she had perfect looking skin. Luckily, Julian's family were busy tomorrow. Phew! But they suggested having dinner the day after that. Ugh! Dinner was unavoidable, so I had to figure out a way of disguising my face. So, the evening of the dinner, I ran downstairs and my mom glared at me. Vanessa, what on earth are you wearing? You look like Elton John. So yeah, I was wearing these huge fashion sunglasses. They were the only ones I could find online that I knew would arrive in time. I replied, this is the new trend now. You're just too old to understand. At the restaurant, Julian and his family gave me the weirdest looks. But I acted like everything was normal and mentioned how good the food was. To be honest, I felt so awkward and just hoped this meal would be over soon. It all got a bit too much, so I went outside to get some fresh air. That's when Julian appeared. At first, he just stood there next to me in silence. It got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. So I said, since when did you come back here? He replied, since one month. Feeling annoyed, I replied, why didn't you call me? Ness, you're the one who didn't want to be friends anymore. Oh no, you got it all wrong. I had some problems, girl problems. I couldn't tell you. You know, I was really lonely in Germany. You were the only friend I had. His voice sagged. I replied, I know, it was stupid of me. I'm sorry, but you're back now. Can we be friends again? He looked at me for a bit, then smiled and said, Seriously, how can I be mad at you now? I mean, look at you. And then we hugged. I finally had my best friend back, but this wasn't enough for me. Seeing him again made me realize I still loved him even after all these years. My face was the problem. I was convinced that on seeing the real me, he'd run for the hills. After that, Julian and I texted each other loads, but then he asked me out on a date. At first, I was super excited, but then the reality of this dawned on me. I put on my prettiest dress, but as I stood in front of the mirror, all I saw were my bright red cheeks. Maybe I should just risk it. Maybe he would understand and still love me? I mean, it was inner beauty that counted, right? But no, I couldn't do it. So, I messaged him back, saying that I couldn't go out with him. But he was persistent. In the end, I ran out of excuses, so eventually, I had to agree. Okay, so now what? I couldn't keep on wearing face masks and sunglasses. Then I had an idea. 
What about makeup? I knew it would make my skin worse, but this was an emergency. I put some makeup on, but the rashes were still visible, so I put more and more and more and ugh. I resembled Billy the Puppet from the Saw movies. Then there was a knock at the door. <gasps> oh no, he was here already! Oh well, I hope he likes horror movies. On seeing me, Julian looked kind of shocked, but he tried to act normal. The restaurant we went to was so nice, but every time he looked at me, he had to try his hardest not to laugh, which in turn made me want to laugh too. Awkward. Afterward, we went for a walk through the park when it suddenly began to rain. So we hurried over to our favorite big tree to take cover. Julian found the carving on the tree and said, Do you remember this? That day I promised you I'd come back for you. Then he turned to me, pulled me towards him, his face came closer and... And oh my god, was he going to kiss me? But then he stopped and said, Oh Ness, your makeup is floating away. I have a tissue, let me clean your face. Wait, what? Oh no, not now. I panicked. I didn't know what to do, so I hid my face from Julian and said, Don't look at me. Can you please go? Confused, he asked, What? You're acting really weird. What's wrong? Then he turned to look at my face. I pushed him away and said, No, no, I'm fine. I'm just having a girl problem moment. But Julian kept insisting, so I freaked out and ran into the rain. He ran behind me yelling, Vanessa, stop! I kept running, but then I tripped and my face fell into a muddy puddle. Oh, great! My whole face was covered with mud and my knee was bleeding, so I couldn't stand up. Julian had to help me hobble to the nearest drugstore to buy some bandages and some betadine to clean the wound for me. I sat on a bench feeling like a wounded puppy when he took out a tissue and started wiping the mud from my face. At first, I stopped him, but then he gave me a really serious look, so I let him clean my face. Well, that was it. Julian would finally see my face and he would definitely not want to date me anymore. While cleaning my face, he looked surprised. Then he said, Wait a minute, you're going to college in Florida, right? Didn't I meet you like a few weeks ago on the campus? Why didn't you tell me it was you? Because I didn't want you to see me like this. I turned my head away. He looked confused, so he asked, Like what exactly? Ness, you're acting so weird. What did he mean? Was he trying to make fun of me? So I shouted in anger, it's my face. Don't act like you don't see it. I was afraid that if you saw my face, you wouldn't want to be with me anymore. Julian shook his head and said, no, Ness, why would I ever do that? To me, you will always be beautiful. Beauty isn't only about having a pretty face. It's about having a pretty mind, a pretty heart, and a pretty soul. And then he kissed me on the forehead. Oh gosh, I never imagined that it would turn out like this. Julian was indeed the sweetest person ever and I should have never have doubted him. Well, Julian and I became an official couple. Loving him makes me so happy. He makes me believe in myself and reminds me that regardless of my lupus, I'm still beautiful. And we will soon get married in a few months. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with him happily ever after. So, as you can see, in the end, Julian was my first and my last love, which means my fairy tale dreams did come true. But let me tell you this, it's not important if you marry your first love or not. It's important that you marry someone who makes you happy and someone who accepts you for who you are. So, when you find someone like that, then hold on to them, whether this is your first or your 21st love. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.